0: Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, real quick. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven All right. Welcome to episode 157. Hello, friends. Hope you're doing amazing. Um, and with this episode, as with a lot of episodes, I, I want to talk about something super simple. And it's something that's pretty foundational to really everything I talk about on the podcast, how to grow your confidence, how to build peace in your life, how to create meaningful relationships, like everything. But I was, I was thinking about it the other day, and it's actually something I haven't talked about Yet, really, I might have referenced it, but I haven't really talked about it yet. And I'm surprised because this is a big deal in my life. It's a big deal. It's totally changed how I approach a lot of things. And it all started with this one singular small change, this one small habit. So, very excited to talk about this. And I'm going to hop right into it. Before I do that, two quick reminders. First, Text me. You could text me. Uh, I think it's, it's the best way to get a hold of me now. I still haven't gotten back to everyone, but I am slowly working my way through. I literally have thousands, which is amazing. And I fully intend to get back to everyone. Uh, but it's easier than DMs for me. So text me. My number is 312-584-4002. It's also in the notes um, for this episode. So that's reminder number one. Reminder number two Don't forget to check out the meditation mixtapes. It's the fun side project that I'm really getting into um, where I basically mix together guided meditations and house music. It's pretty cool. It's pretty groovy. Uh, It's pretty different. Um, and the feedback on it has been insane. So I really appreciate that. And if you haven't checked it out yet, uh, give it a listen. Let me know what you think. Maybe, maybe you jam to the same kind of music that I do and you like that added uh, benefit of, of uh, you know mindfulness. So check it out. Let me know what you think. It's on Mixcloud exclusively. So you can find it there or just go to my Instagram at case.kenny. Check out the link in the bio. Uh, it's there. Uh, Or you you could text me. I'll send you the link as well. Uh, But the link is is in my bio. It's called The Meditation Mixtapes. But I want to get into this. This isn't The Meditation Mixtapes. This is New Mindset. Who this. And I want to talk about this one idea. It's one idea. Super simple. And before I say it, uh, hear what I'm about to say. And don't roll your eyes just yet because I try to listen as if uh, it was old me listening. Old kind of unmindful case. And old me would have uh, probably done just that. I probably would have rolled my eyes. And but Numi has come to realize the power of what I'm talking about here and I'll get real specific and practical, so don't worry, but hear me out here. The the big idea is that if you if you want to live a life where you look in the mirror and you don't feel self-conscious or guilty or ashamed of anything, where you live your life and You know, people just don't get under your skin like they used to, where you don't overthink things, where you don't get so in your head, where little things don't bother you, where you're okay with being imperfect. All those things, it's a lot of hype. If you want all those things, here comes the big sell. You have to love yourself. Yes, that's it. You have to love yourself. And hang with me here because if you know me and you listen to the podcast, you know that me telling you that isn't enough. It's not enough for you. (laughs) that's not enough for me. Uh, Me personally hearing something like that Uh, Is not enough. It's not like you can hear someone tell you to love yourself, and you're like, oh, (laughs) duh. Why didn't I think of that? I gotta love myself. It was right there in front of me the whole time. That's not practical advice, right? Yeah, I I need it dumbed down. Dumb it down for me, dude. (laughs) So, and I really, really believe in in the power of simplifying ideas in life, especially as it relates to mindfulness and self help. So, this idea of love yourself. What is that? You know, how the heck do you get to a point where you truly? love yourself, where you're all the things I just described, right? Where you're confident and poised and fulfilled and happy and at peace with who you are in your own head, Uh, the person you see in the mirror, the person you picture when you close your eyes at night, all those things. And I can't help with all that, certainly. Those are big things. But in my life, I've discovered one habit that has had a huge impact on me growing to love myself and me seriously coming to really, truthfully, no BS, just dig who I am, to look myself in the mirror and say, ah, you know what, Case, you're all right, dude. I love you, bro. You're, you're all right. <laughs> like that. And it wasn't some life-changing moment or like me repeating to myself how great I am or filling my head with all these positive affirmations and then poof, I just loved myself. It wasn't that. It was just this one specific thing that I want to talk about. And I really believe this is the most powerful but small practice you can have in your life. And it'll lead you to naturally love yourself. You don't have to overthink it. You don't even really have to convince yourself to love yourself. It'll just happen, I think, if you do this. Or rather, if you stop doing this. And that one thing, this thing is negative self-talk. The shade that you throw at yourself in your head so naturally, like literally it's the shit you talk about behind your back in your head about yourself, the things you say about yourself in your head and in your heart, the little voice in your head that you think is you that talks mad shit about you, who you are, the things you've done, the things you haven't done, your weaknesses, your flaws, your insecurities, all, all that negative self-talk. I think we know all know what this is. You might not put a title on it like that, but that's what it is. It's negative self-talk. And it's something we all do. It's something I think we all default to doing without realizing it. And I think it's a big reason we struggle to truly love ourselves. It's like this wall we put up inadvertently and it literally stops us in our tracks from naturally falling in love, <laughs> falling in love with, with who we are. But conquering this, Negative self-talk, turning this negative self-talk off, I think is actually a small thing that we can all reasonably do. And I'll tell you how. In my opinion, all negative self-talk is, if you think about it, is you projecting what you think other people think about you. It's what you think other think of other people think about you, even though if it couldn't be further from the truth. When you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, ooh, I look weird or I look busted or I don't look good enough, that's not really you. That's you conjuring up this like BS assumption of what others think about you. But you do it so naturally that you think it's your own thoughts. You think that's what you really are. You think that's who you really are. Or like you're looking at your friend who's super successful and you're like, ah, man, you know, I've really messed up. I'm not talented. I'm not successful. I don't have what it takes. That's not your own thought. That's your insecurities and your assumptions of how you think others view you. But like you don't make that differentiation so you have all these thoughts in your head, this negative self-talk, this BS internal dialogue going on, and you do it so naturally and it becomes so instinctual and negative and harmful <laughs> because after a while, it becomes second nature and you don't question it. And that's a, that's a big problemo, my friends. You don't question it. And so it becomes you. You're like, yep, yeah, I'm busted looking. Yep, I'm not good enough. Nah, I'm not successful. Nope, I don't have what it takes. Like, you, you just don't question it anymore. And that is what negative self-talk does. It literally, it's you literally just like talking shit to yourself in your head. And it's like, no wonder you don't love yourself. And it really is a crazy thing if you think about it. Like you would never talk to others like you talk to yourself and you certainly wouldn't tolerate others talking to you like you talk to yourself, right? Like let's back up. Take, take yourself out of your shoes for a quick second and let's, let's think about this. You would never talk to others like you talk to yourself. You would never be that harsh, that critical, that hurtful. You wouldn't pinpoint the mistakes of others and blow them out of proportion. You'd never jump to huge conclusions like you just wouldn't do that. You would never walk up to a stranger or a friend and be like, hey, you're ugly, you're fat, you'll never amount to anything. You wouldn't be like, "Uh, you've got nothing to offer, you're lazy, you're worthless. Like, you would would never do that. And at the same time, you'd also never hang out with people who talked shit about you. If you had friends who were like, yo, man, you're a freaking failure. You know that meeting last week, you messed it up and you're never going to be successful. Like, if you had friends who said that, I, well, I don't think they'd be your friends anymore. <laughs> you'd walk away. You'd remove yourself from that negative self, self-talk self because you can. You would just walk away because you can. You can make that decision and you'd do it. You wouldn't tolerate that. You wouldn't tolerate it. Now, you make the decision. And as a kind, respectful person, you make the decision to not talk shit about other people. Hey, real quick. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp and By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And that's why their items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they have all the must haves like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, 100% leather jackets and a versatile flow knit activewear. Quince was kind enough to hook me up with a sick gold Cuban bracelet and a really stylish performance flow knit t-shirt. Really my style, simple but with a pop of luxury and as advertised, it was very affordable. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash new mindset for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quinceq slash new mindset to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash new mindset. And not only do you not talk it, but you likely don't even think it in the first place, right? So then it begs the question, why do we allow ourselves to do this in our own heads? Like that's the question I ask myself, or rather like I asked myself that some time ago. And honestly, I was like, you know what? That's a great question. I can stop. I can make an effort to stop. Because at the end of the day, it's literally disrespectful to yourself. It's a slap in the face to yourself, to you, to who you are. And I don't know about you, but I want to dig who I am. I want to grow to truly love myself. And while I don't have the exact formula for all of that, I do know that loving yourself does not involve this type of persistent, <laughs> habitual, negative self-talk. And understanding this has been a game changer. It's a super simple thing, but it's super powerful. I've grown from being uh, very hypercritical about everything about myself. I've grown from jumping to huge conclusions, negative conclusions about myself and my self-worth, from doing that to just being more forgiving and much kinder and more understanding to myself. And it wasn't super easy. I'm not going to sugarcoat it, but I think it's totally doable to overcome this habit. You just need to become aware of it. And hopefully, even as you're listening right now, you're just like, ah, you know what? I didn't even realize this. You know, I do it subconsciously. It's instinct. It's habit. So hopefully, like even right now, you're more aware of this than you were 10 minutes ago. But it's like once you're aware, well, then you can take the steps to overcome any habit to stop it. And in this case, by reminding yourself that you would never treat other people this way. So why are you treating yourself like you are? reminding yourself that what you think in your head, what you tell yourself, it really does matter. It really, really matters. And that's the first step. But from there, you know, how do you realistically stop doing this? Well, I think it's two things. There's two things that I do that have worked really, really well for for me in my life. And the first is this, and this one's a bit more, uh, I don't even know the right word for it, like metaphysical. (laughs) I don't even know. Like I look at my thoughts and I disconnect myself from them. I'm like, you know what, the very fact that I can acknowledge the thoughts I'm having, the very fact that I'm aware of those thoughts, it means that they likely are not my own. They're not my own thoughts. I recognize that they are negative and that I didn't create them. They are not my own. They are not my thoughts. I am, who I am is separate from those thoughts. They are not me, they're they're just BS, frankly. Like, I know that sounds weird to try to disconnect yourself from your thoughts, but you should try this, that when you're having a negative thought, you're you're experiencing this negative self-talk and you recognize it to be negative, take a step back and be like, that is not my thought. I do not believe this. It is not my thought. I am aware of it. Therefore, it is not my own. And when you do that and you're able to do that, you can then look it in the eye and tell it to go away. You can literally just say, that is not my thought go away. And I know that sounds either either strange or oversimplified or whatever, but a change like this is all about being self-aware. It's all about simply recognizing when you're having a thought in the moment and saying, that is not my thought. It is not my thought. And then saying, I do not give it room to take up space in my mind. And I'm telling you that after enough practice, you'll start doing this naturally and it'll become more second nature to you. It'll like replace your current second nature tendency to have that negative self-talk. And I don't think loving yourself, like that's such a lofty thing. (laughs) Loving yourself doesn't necessarily mean coming up with some like grandiose thoughts and mantras of how great you are and talented and amazing you are and like repeating them over and over again. Nah, I, I think it literally comes down to not giving any space in your head in your heart to the negative thoughts that are causing you to doubt your own right to self-love. That's it. It's literally you adopting a habit of kicking those thoughts out to then make room for kinder thoughts. And in my experience, when you make room, those kinder thoughts will just like naturally come. It's like field of dreams, right? If you build it, they will come. But first you have to make room for them. It can't be a crowded house. You gotta, you gotta tidy it up a little bit. And I've come to realize that as, as much as it might not seem to be the case because of how easy it is for you to default to, you know, just kind of talking shit about yourself, you have 100% control over this. You really, really do. Your inner dialogue is your inner dialogue. And I really believe it's possible to only allow your kind thoughts to take up space and to stick around for good in that, in that noggin of yours. <laughs> You can retrain your reaction in life to maybe not always be super positive. This isn't pie in the sky stuff here, but you can at least retrain it to block out those super negative, insecure thoughts from taking up space, from moving in. You can control which thoughts you allow to stick around. Again, just like you control what you say to others and just like you control who you allow to stay in your life, you can control the thoughts you have. You can say, whoa, homie, that wasn't very nice, dude. You get out of here. <laughs> like literally, I literally believe this. You can. I know you can. And when you do it, it, it really is an amazing feeling because it has this like ripple effect in your life. When you know that you can say no to your own thoughts. Well, well then man, it's awesome because you know that you can say no to other people. And then you'll stand up for yourself more. You'll become more confident, maybe a bit more selfish in a good way. You'll look in the mirror and instead of immediately throwing shade at yourself, you'll be like, all right, look at you, look at you. <laughs> you know, you, you don't immediately doubt yourself. You don't immediately default to insecurities that aren't yours in the first place. You'll come to realize that your worth is not relative to other people's opinions of you. And because you now know that, and you know that other people you know, can have an opinion, but that doesn't have to be your own about yourself, you then truly know that you can control what you allow in your head and what you do not allow in your head. And most of all, you'll come to realize that if you don't love yourself, how can you expect others to? And that is, of course, a super, super powerful thing. It reminds you that you should make it a priority to stay woke to what you allow in your head, that your inner dialogue matters more than anything. And you don't have to fill your inner dialogue with butterflies and rainbows and positive affirmations. You just have to tune out the shade, the BS, the shit you talk to yourself. Because to my point, I really believe that less is more. Simplifying is the most powerful thing you can do. That when you clear out that space, when you kick out the bad apples, good, kind empathetic thoughts, they get like the green light, the thumbs up to move on in. And when you allow for that, when you give those kind of nurturing thoughts an opportunity to thrive and take up space in your head, then I think you'll really come to realize that you are deserving of love, of self-love. You are so worthy of that. And that's how all this ties together. That if you want to love yourself, like I'm sure you do because you know how amazing that is. Well, then it all starts with this small step. It starts with your internal dialogue. Again, not necessarily creating a brand new one just yet. That that can come with time. But first, making a consistent effort to control what sticks around in your head. First, recognizing when you have negative thoughts that aren't yours and just telling them to kick rocks, you know, to get lost so that you can continue to grow and you can then naturally replace those negative thoughts with more loving nurturing, confident thoughts that are reflective of who you really are and the love you really deserve to show yourself. So, that's it. That's the power of your internal dialogue. I'll end it right there. I'd love if you'd share this episode, text it to a friend, DM it to a friend, email it to a friend. Thank you so much for always supporting me and the podcast, uh, the ratings, the reviews, the follows, the shares everything. It really does mean a lot to me. So thank you so much. Let me know what you're thinking. Text me, uh, DM me, Instagram at case.kenny. And until next episode, I'm out.